everyone my name is Jacqueline Feliciano and my name is Brittany Rodriguez and we are starting our first ever podcast first podcast and it's called I, I am, am her, her. <laughs> um, so I guess a little bit about me um, I am from Puerto Rican descendants born and raised here in Miami Florida um, I am a pastor's daughter uh, I'm a minister in worship in my church and honestly i love god and this is a project that has been in my heart for a very long time that it's coming to life coming to life <laughs> going to life and i'm super excited for my co-host who <laughs> is not only my co-host but she's also my what family. My, we're family we're, we're cousins family. <laughs> my name is uh like i said before Brittany rodriguez i am 28 years old <laughs> I, I have to say it like that because I, I tend to always forget my age. Oh, you're not old, though. <laughs> 28 years old. I'm a pastor's daughter. Uh, we both attend Tabernáculo de Adoración Esmirna, yes, known ahead, as Tabernáculo of Praise uh, Smyrna in Miami. Um, yeah, I grew up in praise and worship all my life. Mm-hmm. Ministering, the stage has always been like our playground in a way. Pretty much. Because we grew up on the stage ministering, talking, uh, worshiping together so yeah <laughs> when you brought this idea of a podcast to me I was like huh let's do it you know because who's to say that we're only to minister on the altar in in you know the four walls of our church no I, just I worship it, it's we more could than take that. it any we could take it far beyond the walls exactly. of our church so this is amazing i'm excited oh, i'm um, so excited as well <laughs> yeah i hope that we we touch the lives of women this is this yes. is what this podcast is all about it's touching the lives of women it is bringing forth um light to topics that perhaps isn't spoken about in a church setting sometimes yeah. um i i i'm with you on that like there's a lot of topics that growing up i wish i wish the church yes. would would have talked about that isn't talked about and in today's society the way this world is going mm-hmm. it's time for us to open up yeah. talk about it and be honest yeah it's time for as i learned a few months ago um the church needs to enter into what's called a biblical worldview yes so it's speaking about worldly things that are happening that mm-hmm. affects the church but in the same light, the church affects it as well. Yes. We can be an influence for the good or we can be an influence for the bad. So it's time that we shed light on things that need to be spoken about, especially for women, because like you said, I wish sometimes, you know, growing up, we had Mm -hmm. a youth pastor or a leader to sit us down and tell us (laughs) the do's and the don'ts of certain things. You know, we've kind of had to grow up on our, not on our own. I mean, just kind of navigate through life, knowing the Bible, but experiencing no, life on our own. On our own, exactly. Yeah. So this is what this podcast is all about. It's to to it's a platform to speak on things. Yes. Uh, yes. Also bring the Bible into it. You yes. know, confirming everything we're speaking about through the Word of God. Exactly. So I'm excited, and I hope okay. that we reach women and that women feel empowered okay, and feel yes. blessed through this podcast. Yes, so encourage, encourage, well, yes. You know? So um, this is our first episode. So bear yes. with us. Yes. We're <laughs> 
getting Shake, our nerves shaking out off there. the nerves <laughs> shaking off the nerves but i am excited so yes. what are we talking about today Jackie? all right so our first episode is actually about singleness and loneliness singleness Oof. um i kind of like titled it singleness isn't the death of me and hmm. i bought i decided to talk about this topic because guess what i am a 33 year old single woman never been married don't have any kids and I can like truly relate to this topic deeply because I've been single for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because I've been single for so long doesn't mean I've never been in relationships. Yeah. Um, even growing up in the church, mm-hmm. um, I had I had a church boyfriend. Yeah. Um, I've had worldly boyfriends. Um, honestly, this topic has been one deep in my heart yeah, because you've had experience because I've had experience yeah. about it, and I think that. This is also going to be a topic for a lot of young women yeah. and also women my age, maybe older than of me, um, that maybe have experienced some of the things that I've, I've experienced of or um, gone through what I've gone through or haven't gone through but are trying to prevent from it. Yeah. And so if I can talk about it and be open about it, then I'm going to do it. Yes. I'm going to do it. So I like it. Here I am. Openness. <laughs> Openness. Yes. Honesty. Um, I'm probably going to shock a lot of people. Well, that's what this is all about. <laughs> it's it's for people to really hear the nitty gritty, yes, and yes, the truth yes. and facts. So facts, facts. So let me get right to it, though, of because um, for many years I've been single. I've been, like I mentioned, I've had a a Christian boyfriend. I started dating literally at the age of sixteen. Mm-hmm. I had my first Christian boyfriend. That only lasted a year that didn't go so well mm. and honestly that was my first and only hispanic spanish boyfriend ever mm. ever <laughs> so we're going beyond the roots. <laughs> yes yes <laughs> okay Somet- sometimes um my family are always telling me like why are you not married? Why you not married? And and all that's, this. That's a Hispanic. Yes, that's thing. Uh, if you know, I, if <laughs> at times I cringe when yeah, I hear that. <laughs> I know. I I, I get you hundred <laughs> percent. I was single for seventeen years of my life. I met my husband at seventeen, so <laughs> I was hey, single till I found him. You know what? You were blessed. <laughs> um, but I always grew up, you know, hearing like you know uh, people. In the church, always asking, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. And yeah. so I know that for you being 33 and single, yes. you've had to have experienced so oh many questions God. from people. <laughs> and I'm sure that there are times that those questions yes. might rub you the wrong way. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, what's the rush? You know, this and that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what, what, does, what does singleness, what does that mean to you? <sighs> Sing, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak about what it means to me now. Okay. Cause now I have a different perspective and view of singleness. Okay. I now view singleness as a time for me mm-hmm. to deepen my relationship with God. Because if you ask me, if you would ask me this question three years ago, I probably wouldn't have been able to answer that. I probably. I just probably wouldn't be able to answer that because I was in my own world. But right now, in the stage of life that I'm in, I am focusing more on deepening my relationship with God. Um, I am looking at singleness as also preparing myself for the right man. 
Okay. Um, spiritually and non-spiritually. Um, okay. I am, I look at singleness as, as an adventure. I'm, nice. I'm looking at it as an adventure right now. That's good. That's a good outlook. It is. Uh, because before I could, I, mm-hmm. I never saw singleness. I used to see singleness as, oh my God, this is the death of me. You're like, alone. I'm alone. Everybody Only. has someone. Oh my God, Fulana is already married. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I have, no lie. Just a few months ago, I had a younger cousin of mine just get married. And yeah. I'm like, and everybody was like, oye, y tú? Yeah. When are you? I'm That's like, the questions. <laughs> well, singleness from a biblical perspective or a biblical sense what what do you what does that mean to you you know in a biblical sense spiritually speaking singleness um in a spiritual for me in a spiritual aspect of singleness is like i said deepening my relationship with god um i have found myself like indulging myself even more deeper into the word of god yeah um even my worship the way that i worship is different yeah um i guess because of a lot of past trauma Mm -hmm. that i've had in my past with relationships that kind of clouded my judgments have kind of clouded my way of thinking Mm -hmm. that now I can now understand when they say, métete con Dios, get, your, get in deeper with God. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That means sacrifice yourself. Yeah. Sacrifice what you love the most. Yeah. And learning how to trust in Him. For sure. And so for me, that, that, that's what it means. That is. Um, a few years ago, um, I remember my, uh, my father was directing the youth class uh, for a few months. He mm-hmm. was like, our teacher in a way, and he brought a book called I Kissed Dating Goodbye by author Joshua Harris. Yes, you recommended this, that book. I, yes, because <laughs> I, and I recommend it to any and everybody mm-hmm. um, that find themselves in a, you know, they're single or they just got out of a relationship. And um, because Joshua Harris digs deep into why singleness is important, especially for us Christians and what the importance of singleness that sometimes we're single for a season for a purpose mm-hmm. and a reason yes however the society that we live in and the culture like I said Hispanics if you're over the age of 25 and you still have no prospects in sight mm-hmm. they believe something's wrong with you yeah so and it'll make you feel like something's wrong with you yeah <laughs> so I like I said I, I I'm married mm-hmm. I met my husband at 16 we began dating at the age of 17 a he was el amiguito oh, mm-hmm. for about seven years because you know Hispanics don't have uh, no in between it. Tu eres no, no. el amiguito y del amiguito el esposo. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so he was el amiguito for seven years. Wow, and, seven and then years. Seven years, and then became my husband. And uh, back to the topic of you know prior to meeting my husband, I read the book I Kissed Dating Goodbye. Yeah. And what I loved so much about it was there was a story that just captivated my attention immediately it's in the first um the first chapter where uh the author speaks about a friend of his named Anna who Mm -hmm. she was about to get married to her boyfriend and I guess a few nights before her wedding she has this dream where she's at the altar face to face with the man she's about to marry and (laughs) as they're saying their vows to each other Mm -hmm. um 
their d- women little by little start to stand up and stand next to the the groom to the be. And as they're standing next to him, the bride, her mm-hmm. name is Anna, she's looking at her soon-to-be husband or, like, the groom, and she sees all these women lining up next to him, and she's like, you've got to be joking. Like, what is this? <laughs> and he's telling her, no, this isn't a joke. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I, I don't know what this is. You know, each of these women have had a part of my heart in the past. Mm-hmm. And she suddenly woke up from the dream. She tells Joshua, which is her friend. Joshua's yeah. the author of the book, her dream. And she instantly felt, she felt so upset. She felt betrayed. It was just a dream. It it didn't mean anything, or at least she thought it didn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. But in depth, um, or in depth, uh, the author speaks about how that's how it is in the dating pool, as they say, is you giving yourself to Mm -hmm. a little bit of everybody. And then (laughs) when you're about to get married or when you find that person you Mm want to spend the rest of your life with, you give them what's left over. Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you something. When... You've matter of fact, it was you that told me about the book, mm-hmm. and I read that, and I actually related to that story. The only Good. difference, the only difference is, I wasn't the bride; I was the groom. Mm. Like it made me confront myself, yeah. because for so long, I was in relationships with men that I would give my all. When I mean my all, I mean my body and soul. Yeah, and. I cannot say that when I go up to the altar mm-hmm. that I waited for the right one, which yeah. I'm not say I'm not gonna say that I regret it mm-hmm. because I'm looking at everything that has happened to me in the past as a life learned lesson yeah. or what not to do mm-hmm. or what not to continue to do. Mm-hmm. And when I heard when I read that, I was like, man, God, like. I, it's like it confronts you. It, it, it confronted me. I was mm-hmm. like, mm, Jesus, yeah. I I cannot really, you know, yeah. it, it, I, I can just envision myself mm-hmm. standing on the altar and then the line of men that I was in a relationship with. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we it's, it's tough in this society, this culture, this, mm-hmm. you know, world that we live in to see it that way. But the idea of going around and giving yourself hold to several beings is what we need to say goodbye to, yes, okay? Yes, yeah, because yes, too yes. often women and men, mm-hmm. both, give themselves to too many people, giving what's left over to the one that they marry. So giving over their broken heart that's mended only by Band-Aids because some of them aren't even fully healed from one relationship when mm-hmm. they jump into another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, someone hasn't fully healed from a heartbreak that they hand over their their dirty laundry they're bleeding on the ones that didn't even cut them to begin with exactly singleness serves a purpose and even mm-hmm. if you're single or, or even if you're meant to be single forever mm-hmm. because that is in fact that could happen that that's, can happen sometimes that's just is what it? it is there's just that's what god called you for yeah. or called you to singleness <laughs> but see a god uh should sufficiently be enough no matter what mm-hmm. a life partner is simply a bonus um I don't regret, you know, having my life partner. He's my best friend. I I have somebody I can talk to every single day and stuff. But I always encourage yeah. young ladies, cousins, youth of mine, you know, find yourself. Find your identity yes. in Christ. Um, yes, because yes. when you step away from everybody, especially the dating pool, mm-hmm. and you just solely focus on God and you're dating God, okay? You're yeah. getting into intimacy yes. with the Lord. <laughs> 
you begin to find who you are in him. You begin to find your identity. Mm-hmm. You begin to only listen to his voice, leading, uh, you being led by his voice, and that alone directs you to the man that you're meant to be with. Exactly. Um, or directs you into the purpose in which you're meant for, you know, what's meant for you in life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, value value singleness. The, the yes. depth of it is important. It's not loneliness. I mean, the world wants to make mm-hmm. you feel like you you're have lonely. That, yeah. You like, have nobody. You have nobody or, um, like you said, it'll make you feel lonely. Like, I, I've had to experience a few things. Um, I know that I had written down, like, a few points mm-hmm. where it kind of, like, made me realize what are really important mm-hmm. in being in that singleness. Yeah. Okay? Um, but I just, <laughs> I guess we are going to have to um, make, like, a part two, maybe? Part two, probably, yeah. Yeah, good. Singleness. But singleness, nonetheless, but to, to conclude, yeah, singleness, whether it's forever or a monetary or momentary, sorry, state you're in, Mm-hmm. It serves a purpose. Sometimes, yes. like I said before, it's good to step away from somebody and step into God, finding your true identity, learning to love yourself and value yourself the way the Lord does, yeah. um, and letting him guide you to the person you're meant to spend the rest of your life with because it happened for me, and I believe that it can happen for anybody of that's course. listening to this. So we confess. Yes, we are right? confessing, guys. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am whole. I am forgiven. I am loved. I I am am her. her. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you.